to Overtime Hockey Talk. My name is Mark Paul and Justin Baker, my co-host and I, on today's show, we'll be going through the top 10 all-time Los Angeles Kings players of all of all time. Oh, that's <laughs> redundant. Uh, the top time all-time LA Kings. There we go. Uh, this list, lots of, lots of Gretzky on your list? Lots of Gretzky. Does he appear three or four times? Five times. Okay, good. Yep. Uh, that's, that's the way it should be. If we were doing all-time best seasons for each team like a player having one particular season he probably Take would have seven would have quite a few good seasons <laughs> for them but uh yeah so if you haven't checked out our other top 10 series uh i suggest you do so uh go back find your favorite team if it's the la kings we're sorry uh if we we you feel like we butcher your list but this is this is truth right here like you can take this to the bank it hurts Right. Truth does hurt sometimes. And also, you know, there the difference is that like if you're a fan of a team, usually there's a player or two that you're like, I can't not have them on my list. Don't care if you wouldn't have them on there, but like my greatest memory of this team is this guy doing this particular thing. Like Oh, for sure. Like a lot of Red Wings fans, for instance, might put Darren McCarty sure. on the list just because of that Claude Lemieux sure. stuff. So yeah. Or or the the Stanley Cup winning goal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, Thank you, Philly. You know, one of the one of the epic Stanley Cup winning goals of all time. Um I believe who was it? It was uh Oh gosh, what's the play-by-play announcer's name who's like, move over, Mario. There's a new like Really? <laughs> Yeah, that was, on the, that was on the, the national national broadcast. ESPN at the Gary time? Thorne, I think, is who okay. it was. Yeah. Move over, Mario. Stop. Bye. <laughs> Don't ever put those two in the same sentence. Oh, dear. Okay, well, let's dive into these uh, these top 10 LA Kings. Um, let's start off with your just missed. Yes, my just missed. I got three guys. Okay. Uh, first guy, game seven master, Justin Williams. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Mr. Seven, whatever you want to call him. Yes, definitely had a great a great playoffs for the LA Kings. Didn't necessarily, I wouldn't say he played there long enough. Like four, 427 games, but in comparison to some guys, that's sure. just so far down the list. I mean, he's 36th all time in games played. So Right, right. Uh, another guy, uh, Jeff Carter, another Stanley Cup winner for this team who's had some long, more longevity than Justin Williams, but, bit, yeah. um, you know, kind of been playing second fiddle for most of his career. To, he is 16th all time in scoring. So yeah, which is nice. Fair. But, he is still behind Alexander Froloff. <laughs> we don't uh, talk about that name. Um, any, uh, consolation. And uh, Bernie Nichols on my just missed. Okay. Um, also, my just missed includes Dustin Brown. Okay. Who is an eighth all time in scoring. Uh, but and he's played a lot of games. He actually has played the most games in Kings history. I just I feel like I, I just couldn't include him in this list. I feel like he's he's a product of really good players around him. He was there at the right time, and uh, you know as as much as it's nice that he won a couple Stanley Cups for them, he also has been an anchor. Maybe you know after his career ends, you might go back and and forget about the fact that he's really just drag the team down in a lot of ways recently uh, yes absolutely within the last like four years or yeah. so it's been basically ever since he signed that the monster contract well, he was okay uh, last year but i mean still yeah but even even so right was like how much of an impact did he really make they still didn't do very well no he had, i agree he had a really nice start to the season i, I will admit that uh, but he misses my list as well as charlie simmer who is uh 12th all time but he is fourth all-time in points per game 
466 points in 384 games. He played for the Kings basically through the all the 70s. And uh, he had a couple couple hundred point seasons for the Kings playing with uh, uh, Marcel Dion, but a 56 have, goal seasons. Yeah, who didn't have good seasons playing right. with that guy? Right, right, exactly. So uh, those are my just miss. And with that said, let's uh, dive into your number 10. Yeah, number 10 for me, a guy on your just miss, that's Dustin Brown. The captain, the guy to lift, well, not captain anymore, but was captain when they lifted the Stanley Cup twice. And uh, you know what? I I mean, yes, most games played for an L.A. King player. Production, maybe not so hot these last few seasons. He's, like you said, kind of been more of an anchor, but, you know, he's still been there. He's still been a critical piece to this team, especially early on when, you know, Sutter had this team playing some really gritty, hard-nosed defensive hockey, and he was... He was a big catalyst for this team, and there's a reason he's you know leader inside that locker room. Although the point production was not always the greatest, but you know I, w- I went through some some LA Times lists and things like that, and and found that he's actually really beloved by by a lot of fans in that that area. Yeah, but you know when you when you think okay, 2011-12 is the year that they they won the first cup. He had 22 goals, 54 points in 80, 82 games. In 13-14, the second year they won the Cup, 27 points in 79 games. Right. Nothing to... So uh, wasn't really... I mean, of course, yeah, he... Showed up in the playoffs, though. 20 points in 20 games in the playoffs in, in 2012. 14 points in, in 26 games in the playoffs. And that and that's fair. It's But, all right, so his two best stretches of his career happened were in those, those playoff years. And that's great. That... It's fantastic. Uh, not to write off. Maybe if we were doing like best Kings playoff performers, I'd have him in there. But as far as all time guys, I mean, he's never broken sixty points for the Kings. That or sixty one. I'm sorry, sixty one was his his uh, top year. But man, he he went what one, two, three, four, five years with less than forty points in a row. I mean, that's just, yeah. Like you said, an anchor more of, you know, lately. So, and, and this year it looks like he'll probably end up with around 40 points too on the worst team in the NHL. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, Um, number 10 for you, but fair to have him on the list. Like all time, most, most games played. I think probably on most of my lists, I have that guy on. So it's fair. Uh, my number 10 is Zygmunt Palfy. Oh, okay. Uh, So Ziggy Palfy is 18th all time in scoring. He only played 311 games for the Kings, but he has 340 points in those 311 games. So that that puts him fifth all-time in points per game. And uh, when you consider the era that he played for them in, played for them in the early 2000s when scoring was at its absolute lowest. In 2000-2001, he had 89 points in 73 games. In 2002-2003, uh, 85 and 76, and then uh, 59 and 63 in the season in between those. He, he was always more than a point per game player for them he unfortunately got hurt in 0304 but was running up 41 points in the first 35 games and 16 goals so he had some really nice seasons for this team and uh unfortunately never made the playoffs but i am putting a little bit of a uh i guess in terms of that time period there was really no one else and ziggy palfy was uh was highly considered as one of the best wingers in the league at the time so okay he's my number 10 I respect it. Uh, moving on, number nine for me, Dave Taylor. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's got some history with this team. Of course, he's third all-time in scoring at almost a point per game. We're talking .962, 1,100 games played, 1,000 points. It's 
pretty good inning. He does have some of the, I believe, the most, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to just double-check this. No, second most. I'm sorry. Marty McSorley holds that record with uh, half the games, but play that Dave Taylor did for penalty minutes. So that one always cracks me up. But anyways, yeah, Dave Taylor coming in number nine for me, part of and that. And he played 17 seasons only with the Kings. Right, yeah. A, a lifer king. That was it. And he played during that that famed, you know, French connection, triple crown line. I'm sorry, French connection. Goodness, wrong team. I mean, in his, outside of his, if you take away his rookie season, which he did fine in, 43 points in 64 games, 91 and 78, 90 and 61, 112 and 72, 106 and 78, 58 and 46. I mean, some fantastic first few years in the league. Um, of course, you know, Marcel Dion's on the team. They had a pretty decent team, but... Um, Really nice regular seasons, along with all you know, early on his career, almost a point per game in the playoffs, uh, and of course that that goes down later in his career in the in the early nineties. But yeah, he was a he was a key key component to that eighties Kings team. So yeah, uh, he is actually my number eight. Okay, uh, my number nine is Bernie Nichols, Ooh. who is sixth all time in scoring, seven hundred and fifty eight points in six hundred and two games. Uh, but his points per game drops him at third all time, one point two five nine, and uh, he just cleaned up. One, he had one of the best seasons ever playing. Yeah, I know with Gretzky, but yes, yes, uh, one hundred and fifty points, and he scored seventy goals. There are very few people that have scored seventy goals, and so uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the most goals ever scored in a season by an LA King, and uh, I I don't know I know Gretzky had gosh he had a season with the Kings where he had like 120 something assists, but uh, I I think that in terms of goals that's the best LA Kings season. Uh, yeah, best best uh, Gretzky ever did was 54. So yep, and uh, and it is. It's the third highest point total for an L.A. King in a season. And Wayne Gretzky has the other two, of course. All right. In the 160s. So uh, Bernie Nichols, definitely just an unbelievable goal scorer as well. Uh, He is third all time in goals per game. So that's definitely something I'm, you know, I'm going to I'm going to weigh pretty heavily in 602 games. The guy's got 327 goals. That's that's pretty solid. And uh he, he started his career there and went on and played for a few different teams after that. But really, the, his his career was mostly in L.A. and or the, that's where he made his, his biggest impact. So Bernie Nichols. All right. And almost a point per game player in the playoffs. So great. All right. So at uh, number eight, then you've got Dave Taylor. Yep, I uh, my number eight, uh, a little bit of an older king before that that famous triple crown line, but uh, Rogi Vachon. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the uh... going back a little, little further, he was a superstar. He was le- legitimately LA's first superstar for the Kings. Right? Came in. Um, gosh, I can't remember what year it was. It was early seventies, but <clears throat> um, you know, LA had had not had any star power on the team. You know, in early in their existence, and he comes over from Montreal, and he's he's a well known, you know, big name guy, and um, you know, until Jonathan Quick came along, he basically held every goaltending record for this team, but um, and, and won three Stanley Cups with the Canadians. Too. Right, yeah, won three Stanley Cups, but um, yeah, didn't get any, you know, big hardware. But the thing I loved about it though is I went back and looked at, you know, some of the voting he got, and of course he made the All Star, but he he did get voted 
He, top he did, three. He did win a Vesna, but with was, Montreal. With Montreal, yeah. yeah. But he he finished twice in the top three of the Hart Trophy voting as the goaltender for the LA Kings. And wow. uh, my favorite one, I look at seventy four, seventy five. Bobby Clark wins it, of course. But the guy at number three, who he beat out in the voting, was Bobby Orr, who finished with one hundred and thirty five points as a defenseman. So if that tells you anything, what he meant to that team, I mean, he was. He was basically it for the LA Kings for so long. And yeah, he had a one nine seven goals against average that year in yeah. the seventies when scoring was pretty high. So yeah, great. So that's, he comes in at number eight. That's a great a great pick. I did not have uh, Rogi Vashan on my list. Um, you know me, not valuing the goalies. <laughs> uh, but at my number seven, I do have all time wins leader Jonathan Quick. Hey, me too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I you know I I considered all right, where do I where do I drop money? Like of course Jonathan Quick is the best Kings goalie of all time. I don't think there's any question no doubt. about it. He also won two Stanley Cups and he he wins a, a Conn Smythe in the playoffs. So there's no doubt best Kings goalie continues to be a goaltender for the Kings. <laughs> a goaltender. I, I don't know if you consider him their top goalie. Uh I mean, he's also how old is he? Oh, he's the same age as me. Shoot. 33. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I mean, especially when you start your career so early, like a lot of goalies, they don't really get into their rhythm until, you know, 26, 27. But I mean, he's starting regularly by the time he's what? He's 23, 22 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So he maybe has a little more, a little more wear and tear in his body. Already played 16, 615 games. Uh, and he's virtually had to change his style of, of play with the equipment changing and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, probably the most hardware amongst any goalie, right? So and the most important, <laughs> right? Exactly. And two Stanley Cup, two time Stanley Cup winner. He has to be on this list. The six players ahead of him are players that I just thought talent wise, you you can't not have these guys on here. No, I agree. I don't know if Jonathan Quick's a Hall of Famer, but I'm hmm. confident that. All the players above him on this list, they are either Hall of Famers or they will be. Absolutely. No, I agree. (laughs) And I I mean, look, uh, Quick has maybe not been his best over the last season, season and a half. And, uh, you know, we've kind of seen the emergence of Jack Campbell. But you know what? I mean, uh, the results speak for themselves. I mean, he he showed up when it mattered most. I mean, the first Stanley Cup for the Kings, he finished with a 946A percentage. Insane. 1-4-1 goals against average. So Well, and there's there's no... No saying that, hey, maybe maybe he ends up reinventing himself. It's happened Absolutely. before. He's definitely has the talent to be able to do it. So I'm, yeah. I'm not totally writing him off completely. No, and at 33, he's still got a little time. A little bit. Right? Yeah. A little bit. But it's, and, it's and maybe it's thin. a good thing that he's not playing as often. Right, yeah. You know, maybe he finds a finds a situation. And and his, his team's so bad. <laughs> They're so bad. Yeah. That, it, you know, maybe it's just his style isn't going to fit with the Kings anymore. But if he gets moved... Uh, I actually think he, if if his salary wasn't so big, I think he'd be a great fit in uh, maybe in a, with a team like Toronto, a team like San Jose. Like I think there's some spots where he could go and maybe succeed. But hey, if LA ate half of it, I mean, they could move him no problem. That's true. Okay, uh, well, let's get to our number six. Number six for me is Robert Blake. Well, he's my number six as well. Jeez, didn't look at each other's list beforehand, but we have a pretty close list here. Um, yeah, Rob Blake, all time leading defensive scorer uh i'm sure that won't last i was gonna for say long. Yeah. <laughs> uh he is right now sitting uh what he's he's 14 points ahead of drew dowdy and so drew dowdy will certainly take him over but 
Rob Blake does have a uh, a little bit better points per game, and of course he played during a time when points were up a little more. Yeah, Rob Blake, definitely. I mean, unbelievable player. Unfortunately, never really got a lot with the Kings in terms of like. I mean, they had their one Stanley Cup run that they had in uh, what ninety three, right? But later on in his career, didn't get the same kind of playoff sniff. I mean, when you think about it, after 1993, when they go to the finals, he made the playoffs two other times and they got swept both times. Right. So unfortunately was on some bad Kings teams, but then he goes to Colorado and just destroys. And, and of course he wins. Yeah, we his, know. He wins his Stanley cup there. And Yep. Good on him. And now he's, you know, back with the organization working with uh, another now he's guy. He's the GM. Yeah. Another guy on our list who is uh part of the hockey ops there in LA. So, uh, yeah. So number six for me as well, Robert Blake. Okay. Uh, my number five continues on the defensive trend and uh, it's me as Drew well. Doughty at number five. Jeez. All right. Well, we don't have to three in a row t- now touch too much. Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty is a, he has one, one Norris. Did, did Rob Blake, how many Norrises did he win? That is a very good question. Actually. Um, I want to say he's got one right. for sure. Yeah, he does have one in uh, 97, 98. Okay, he there it is. Norris. So, yeah. Uh, so both, yeah, both defensemen with with uh, with one Norris. But I gave the the nod to Drew Doughty since he's won two cups, and and I think in terms of really good defensemen, I mean Rob, Rob Blake was obviously at one point he was the best defenseman in the league. And I, th- I think the same about Drew Doughty. Sure. Uh, I think that it was, it's harder to play defense now than it was in 1997. No, absolutely. I think a lot of times... So much faster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, not only that, but, I mean, back then you could literally just destroy a guy, you know, coming at you full speed, hook him, slash him, yep. grab him, whatever, yep. no big deal. And so you relied a little bit more on brute strength where, like, now guys have to be a little bit more skillful. And I think, yeah, the, the nod for me is Drew Doughty, just not only because of the cups, but, you know, the skill level as well. I think he is, you know, much more talented than Rob Blake. And that no knock on Rob Blake because we know how good he is. But, uh, yeah. Rob Blake was a big boy. He was a big boy. He was like a good Darian Hatcher. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's move into the top four. And I think these are going to be uh, – some of the big guns. Let's go with your number four. Yeah, mine is the center for the triple crown line. That is Marcel Dion. Okay, number four, Marcel Dion. All-time leading scorer. Yep. 1,307 points. Second most goals, 550. And the second most points per game at 1.419. Yeah, I don't understand why the Red Wings ever got rid of him because believe me, it would have been nice to see him play a few years with Iserman. That would have been fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, we know the talent level that Dion has. and Also, also the most goals per game. Right. In, he was in Kingston. He was fantastic. He had a lot of 50 goal seasons, but um, you know, I he just, he never found the results in terms of playoff success for this, this, this team here. And um, that wasn't yeah. his fault. No, not, no <laughs> knock on him. I mean, yeah, but I just I just think because of that, you know, it, it made it a little bit harder for me to put him a little further ahead because, you know, I mean, when you look at some of the other guys on the list ahead of them, you're, you're going to see they, they did have playoff success or they meant a lot more to this organization than maybe he did. Okay. Uh, I think in terms of, of uh, the Kings' beginnings, he was so crucial to that team. Like, 
I mean, there was no other reason to go to a Kings game than to watch Marcel. Dion. Yeah, I think between he and Gretzky, I think they they kept this franchise afloat for so long, or you know, alive for that part. Yeah, when they weren't having a lot of playoff success. Yeah, I mean, the guy was just a seven. 100 plus point seasons for this team yeah he was very good and to, to think too he and i share the same birthday so maybe that has to think to think <laughs> what a, i mean what are the chances literally one in 365 right thank you yeah you, and you destroyed the odds you know what it, it's it's also funny too when you look at marcel dion at five foot nine playing in an era you know where, where guys could literally just elbow the crap out of you and he still had a lot of success it was sure. fantastic that is true. Uh, my number four, so he's my number three. Okay. I have him Not a little bad. higher. I have him above Luke Robitaille, who I have at uh, at number four. Robitaille had two stints with the LA Kings. I mean, always just scored a billion goals. Uh, he has 557 goals, so most goals all time, just, just behind Dion in goals per game, and has the second most points, 1154 in 1077 so uh, an unbelievable player for the kings uh, again and and really had actually some decent playoff success once gretzky got there i mean the guy averages more than a point per game in the playoffs so That's freaking good can't can't complain about that at all uh, and uh, it was just lights out all the time lights out for this kings team i mean he in his his two stints, obviously his first stint was his his main one. In ninety two, ninety three when they go to the they go to the finals, uh he had sixty three goals that season. And uh I'd say in the playoffs though, only nine goals in twenty four games. Which wow. I know it's the playoffs, but you you're you, my guess is that you're expecting a guy my my assumption is that he didn't do too much in the finals against Patrick Waugh. That's I don't just, think a lot of people. That's did. just my assumption. <laughs> uh, he does, he goes to you know he goes to Pittsburgh. He goes to New York Rangers for a minute, and then he comes back to L.A. and uh, has a couple couple nice seasons for them. And then he of course he goes on to the Detroit Red Wings and wins him a Stanley Cup. So yeah, great third line winger for Detroit. And then, oh my bad, he went back to the Kings again. He Forgot did. He finished that. his career out there. Yeah, three three times with the Kings. So uh, Luke Robitaille, my number four, and then that makes Marcel Dion, who I think was. Being a center and playing for the team for as long as as Dion did, but also in an era where like there literally was no one else. <laughs> That's there you where, go. Like Luke Robitaille did have the advantage of playing with Gretzky for the whole basically the whole time he was there marcel dion he was the guy so that's why he gets a little bit not ahead that's fair yeah uh Robotai comes in at number three for me um i the other thing i love because i again did a lot of did a lot of digging in like the la times and stuff for their their top 10 list and like so many people when you i mean prior to like especially prior to the stanley cup wins there you know you ask who's your favorite king player all time everybody would say Robitaille, Robitaille. Yeah, Robitaille. He, he was he was synonymous. He scored with so LA. many goals. He did yeah. so many goals, and only until recently he was the highest scoring left winger of all time. That's true. So well, Alex Ovechkin him. Uh, okay, well let's go with your number one. Number one is well ninety nine for me. Going Gretzky. He is, yeah, I have one. to. Okay, I actually did not. I went with Anze Kopitar. I, I, you know what? I one. I wrestled with it because Kopitar's got the cups right. Got and two Stanley Cups. Gretzky has the one cup one appearance. Final. That's it. Yeah. And so that that definitely makes a very very hard argument. Um, you know, either way. But to me, I just I just looked at the the pure raw talent of Gretzky and just just well, how sure. great what he meant to that organization. 
in terms of, I mean, his not only his skill and ability, but his status. I mean, as just an icon, and he brought hockey to the West Coast, and I think, um, you know, his just you look at the numbers. I mean, Frick, he had one playoff where he had over, I think it was close to forty in, points in eighty eight, eighty nine. He had eleven. He, they only played eleven games. He had twenty two points. Right. Two points uh, a game. In the 92-93 when they went to the finals, in 24 games, he had 40 points. 40 freaking points. And they still couldn't beat Patrick Waugh. I don't understand he, Do you feel like uh, he probably should have won the Conn Smythe? <laughs> if they could have won another game, it's because I think they lost in five. Like, how are you going to... You can't give a losing team when you lose in five in the final. Yeah, if you lose tough. in six or seven, you maybe have a shot. Definitely seven, you have a shot. For sure. Because uh, then at that point, it's generally just a coin flip, but... Yes, uh, I will agree. Gretzky is the better player. Obviously, I'm not a I'm not <laughs> trying to say that Anza Kopitar is a better better player. Um, eight seasons with the Kings for Gretzky, and Anza Kopitar uh, has already played almost double the amount of games that Gretzky's played for the Kings. Two Stanley Cups, and currently the captain of this team. I mean, totally different eras. I just think. The games plus the cups, plus he's he's still putting up more than a point per game. I mean, even this season right now, putting up point per game. He had a couple down years, uh, but so did the rest of the Kings. And goal scoring was weird. And they, you know, they they were basically just trying to beat teams one nothing two one kind of deal with the way that they were playing for a while with Daryl Sutter. Uh, but when you look at his playoffs, the both years they won the cup 20 points and 26 points in the same amount of games. So yeah, he showed up. Point per sure. game in the playoffs when when things have mattered. Uh so I think Anze Kopitar it's the cups. The cups and the longevity. You know, if Gretzky had played there another 5 seasons had re up there or something, I think it would have been a different story. But because he didn't, I I just think Anze Kopitar did what Gretzky couldn't do. And that's a that's a rare thing to say. That is. And so to be a guy that, you know, not only... Well, now Ryan O'Reilly can say he did what Kretzky couldn't do either, but... <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, although, uh, actually, you know, Ryan O'Reilly was... It's it's not a bad comparison because he, he got traded there in the offseason. Gretzky was a trade deadline actor. Right. But, uh, anyways. All right. Well, that's your top 10. Well, it's ours. Our top 10 LA Kings of all time. Uh, let us know what you thought of our list. Uh, hit us up at OT Hockey Talk on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll continue this party with more top 10 teams. Uh, Justin, do you have a do you have an idea of where we're going next? No clue. The next team. I feel like we got to hop into the Eastern Conference. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm I like now we've done so many teams. I can't just throw a rando out there right. although i don't think we've done the new york islanders yet we have not so i think that'll be our next team new york islanders okay all right uh, all right well yeah look for that in the future uh, might not be the next show but it'll it'll be coming soon so uh enjoy the rest of your day we'll talk to you guys soon